I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Have you ever tried pickles and vanilla ice cream? Guys, this has been Gabby Roslin and Vicky Patterson on the <laughs> Secret. <laughs> We're not talking to her anymore. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. This week I am joined by radio host, star of stage and all-round TV legend. It's the one and only Gabby Roslin, everybody. Woohoo! Oh my god, I feel so old! <laughs> legend! It's such a weird word. Legend is a really it sounds like an old car. <laughs> No, Gabby, honestly, it's meant in like the highest, the highest form of compliment. Like, if it makes you feel any better, people call me a legend. Well, you are. Oh, well, I mean, I, I felt like I feel really complimented when people do it. So I just wanted to make sure you know the way in which it was intended. I of think, course I do. I of course it. I do. That's what I adore about you. And also what I like about you is you say it as it is. And everything you say is comes from the heart. So, yes. Well, I hope you know then that everything I'm about to say is honest, is truthful, and it's meant with the best intentions because I think you're class as well. Bless you. Thank <laughs> you, my sweet. Okay. Well, now that we've now that we've started this, I think it's it's best to get it all out. You are like whether you like it or not, Gabby, you are a legend, mate. You've got like a, an amazing career spanning nearly 40 years. I mean, come on. Yeah, 35, 35 years. This is my 35th year oh, of doing it. I started when I was minus two because I'm 33, which I'm 33 every birthday and I'm sticking to that because everyone's so obsessed with age and I, I, I don't know why people are so obsessed with age. I just enjoy every day. But I, yeah, I started at minus two. 35 years? I don't quite understand it or believe it. Has it flown though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I remember each bit and I remember... Do you know what? I remember fulfilling my dream yeah. because when I was three, I wanted to be a TV presenter and here I am at 33, 30 years later, <laughs> still doing it. So it's, it, I, I don't, sometimes I pinch myself because I can't believe it and doing radio, which I've only been, well, relatively recently, 13 or 14 years doing radio, but TV is my first love. Yeah. My kids know it. They're the other side of the door. They know it. My husband knows that TV is my first love and, you know... <laughs> They, they know where they fall in the pecking order. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so how did it all start? It actually really did start when I was three. Mm-hmm. And I used to go along. My dad um, was a broadcaster and a continuity announcer. So in between the programmes on BBC Two and on Radio 4 Newsreader. So um, I was very lucky to be able to go with dad to work. And he wasn't well known or famous. He was a jobbing BBC announcer. And um, we went to watch Blue Peter being oh filmed when I was three. And I just stood there, literally. So I was holding my dad's hand, looking up like that. 
And I knew that's what I wanted to do. And we went home and then I said, Dad, I want to be a TV presenter. Or Daddy. Daddy, I want to be a TV <laughs> presenter. So every time Blue Peter was on, I'd sit next... The TV would be there... Yeah. And I'd sit next to the TV and my dad would put a box on his head so he was the cameraman. And they'd say, hello, welcome to Blue Peter. And I'd say, hello, welcome to Blue Peter. And then I'd do the whole show with them and then i practice being a presenter. And then that's what, at school, they used to say, what do you want to do? And I'd say, I'm going to be a, a kids' TV presenter. And then I trained at Guildford School of Acting for three years and then I went and auditioned and I got... Um, a job on a, the first pan-European satellite station before anyone had heard of them, yeah. uh, a, a channel called Super Channel, and I did a show called Hippo, which was twice a day a uh, live uh, kids show uh, where we had cartoons, like the broom cupboard was, and that's how I started. And then from there I went to Saturday morning telly and then the big breakfast. And so I've been incredibly lucky. I pinched myself. I think so. I mean, yes, I'm such a huge advocate for like luck and being in the right place at the right time. Like nobody feels like more grateful than I do. But please don't take away from yourself. Like you were manifesting, Gabby, like before manifest before manifesting was cool. You were on that <laughs> ship from like three years old. You knew what you wanted and you made it happen. Like you've got to take some, you've got to take some credit for that. It's weird though, because because my parents always taught me, and I do it with my girls as well, follow mm. your dreams, but don't hurt anyone in the process. It's their, yeah. absolutely, they, you know, you treat people well, you be polite, you be kind, always, 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 and just be nice to everybody, And uh, but follow your dreams. So I did, and that's the way I was brought up. And I think because I had that behind me, the support of my parents, and my mom, my mom was tougher than my dad because my mom used to say, right, do your exams, get your A-levels done, go off to college, don't go straight in to do all of this. And she was right, and I'm really pleased. And I loved I loved my time at Guildford School of Acting. It was fantastic. And then the teachers there, always, there was one teacher who wasn't very nice to me, and I've talked about this before, but she sat there and she said, right, everybody, your <laughs> flight plans for the future. Go. <laughs> And she went around the class and one person said, oh, I want to go to the RSC. Another one said, oh, I want to be at the National. Another person said, oh, I want to be in movies. Somebody else said, oh, I want to be on TV. And then she said, and Gabby. And I'm not exaggerating, this is what she was like. And then I said, oh, yeah, I, I want to do live Saturday morning kids telly. Because by that stage, it had moved on from Blue Peter. And uh, she said, excuse me. So I said, yeah, I want to be a TV presenter. And she said, oh, stop now. What do you mean? With that face, it's never going to get on telly. And Michael Ball, who was also at the same college, he was in year three when I was in year one. When I tell that story, he knows the exact teacher and she wasn't very nice to him either. He knows the cut of our jib. Do you know yeah. what, right? Like, she could have put a young person off going to pursue their dream. And I think that's just dreadful. So do I. That's what I mean. I'm so lucky that I had the backing of my parents. So yeah. they were super supportive. So that, Clive and Jackie, they were huge influences on your life, weren't they? And yeah. super supportive. Um, and it means, I think I was encouraged. Like, I obviously loved acting, loved the arts, loved all sorts of stuff, Gabs. We've talked about that before. But I was encouraged to get all my qualifications first. And I'm really pleased I did. Yes. Like, the uni experience for me was just fab. And I'm so it's pleased fantastic. I've got that community locker. Yeah. <laughs> So straight from, you had, and I mean, oh my God, honestly, this is like 
one of my favourite all-time shows. You had the best experience on The Big Breakfast, didn't you? Oh, it was incredible. It really was, because when I was doing Motormouth, people say, what What would you like to do? And I said, oh, it'd be great to do this every day. And then <laughs> um, it, it was extraordinary. My mum saw, saw, she read something about Bob Geldof doing um, a daily show. And my mum said to me, oh, look, have you read this about this show? It sounds up your street. And then I got called in and I did five screen tests mm-hmm. and with Chris Ooh, Evans. Five. Yeah. And the first one, I just thought, oh, this is amazing. And then the last one, it's thanks to Chris, because the last screen test, Chris Evans just said, give her the job. Will we stop this? Stop this. Just give her the job. We get on. She wanted And it... And then I got called in and they said, you've got the job. And I had to walk through the office without letting anyone know because there was all the press around who was going to present it. And I just had to keep a very straight face. And I drove to my parents' house and I walked in and went, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and it was brilliant. And Chris Chris and I were very lucky because we hit it off and we still love and I, Actually, it was respect. We have such respect. Chris Evans is the master. He really is. Really is brilliant. I think what come across, because like, obviously I like, for me, I remember like growing up watching The Big Breakfast and it being super iconic and such a great fun show and something so different as well, which was amazing. But it was what come, like what come across on the screen was just how much you've got along and how you were real friends in real life. And you are still close now, aren't you? Yeah, we really are. We really are. And actually I'm working at Virgin at the moment, sitting in for him, which is really weird. So It's me sitting in on the Chris Evans breakfast show. So that we're still connected. And actually, people still want to know if we ever shagged each other. And the answer still is no. So everybody always asks me. I thought I was going to get some sort of top Gabby Rosalind exclusive there about you and Chris Evans doing the newer pants dance. Never, (laughs) never, ever, ever. Damn it. (laughs) But we love and respect each other so much. And I... And it always sounds like I'm just saying that, but I cannot tell you how much I love that man. Oh, no, but it's love. Our lives changed. Our lives changed. Something big like that, though, like the Big, Bre- like, like the big Breakfast, it is going to bond you because I imagine, like, early mornings, like, real pressure, it's going to make you make or break a friendship, really, isn't it? Yeah, and also that it was something so new and different and we yeah. both wanted to do that sort of show. We didn't... Yeah. I think, I have to be honest, I think TV's too safe these days. A bit straight-laced. And I am still, it doesn't matter if I'm the age I am, I still want to do television that pushes the boundaries and that is a bit risque, but the family all can watch together. So it's not... It's not not going to upset people, but they just go, whoa, what is... She didn't. (laughs) That's a bit how I live my life. And I think that's why The Big Breakfast was a success, because it... It surprised people. It really did. I remember yeah. the very first week, our, one of our bosses, Wahid, he um, walked us back over the bridge. We used to drive ourselves in. There were no, there were no changing rooms. We got, we we dry, We used to um, share a, a small room. That was it. We go into the makeup room, and uh, and I mean, it was a house. It really was a house. There was nothing posh about it. There was no posh drivers in. None of that. And yeah. we, I remember driving home that day, and Wahid walked us over, and he said. You do realise your lives are going to change from this? Go, why? We didn't really realise that it was going to be so huge. 
as big as it was. But then again, that added to it all as well, because I think that kind of like youthful innocence and really excited naivety, that's what makes it. And mm. like, if you went into that with this idea, like I am going to be one of the longest oh, broadcasters, or I'm going to be so famous, then it would have affected it and it wouldn't have been as charming as it was. Yeah. And also that, that word is very, it's a funny word, famous. I, I, I absolutely, hand on my heart, I swear to you, no word of a lie, when I always wanted to do TV, it's because I love TV, not yeah. because I wanted to be famous or I wanted to be known. I wanted to do the thing that I loved. And it was a... So I never... It, the fame thing never... It just never entered my mind. And, and for Chris and I, we just... We were just two regular people. We used to go home and it was very unshowbiz. I used to go to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night after watching EastEnders. That was my... <sighs> life for three and a half years <laughs> that was your guilty pleasure but yeah. you must have kept some weird hours gab what, yeah. what time did you have to get up uh 3 30 which is what i'm doing again at the moment so up at 3 30 but then i went from that and then i did um bbc uh later breakfast and i was up at five and then i did as a motor mouth i was up at five and then i did um city hospital for two years and i was up at four o'clock again so for me I much prefer it. I really like early mornings. I don't drink booze, so I like early mornings. You get a double day. So for me, I've already done a three and a half hour live show. I've yeah. walked nine miles back. I've I've bit, spent time with the family, and now I'm yeah. doing this with you. And I've still got until I go to bed at seven thirty. <laughs> You're honestly, Gab. What, I know you don't drink, but whatever it is you're on, I need some of it because I I hate early mornings. I really do. We've got like polar opposite schedules. No, I'm late. I like. I don't need sleep. I am, and it's awful thing to say because I know sleep is really important. But when I was a child, I used to get dressed the night before because I couldn't wait for the morning because I loved the days, and I used to not want to go to sleep at night because I didn't want a day to finish, because there was more fun to be had and more stupidity, because I like just to make people laugh and be silly. And then, and that's what I do on my Instagram, and then yeah. that, then uh, the next morning I'd wake up, and I, I, my parents used to have to come and say, Gabby, can you take your pyjamas off and get into bed? But no, because I want to get to school, I want to go and play, I want to do stuff. But I wasn't very academic. I was just always wanted to play and laugh. Just a proper natural ray of sunshine, which like is what I know you as. Bless you. Thank <laughs> you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, right, I'm going to get into the nitty-gritty now because you must have interviewed some proper, incredible people on Big Breakfast. And I need to know, like, who was your favourite interview ever? And also, 
who was the most famous? And then as well, I'm going to ask you who was the biggest arsehole. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll answer the first one, but I'll never say who wasn't very nice. Only because okay. I don't... I, I, they, I think in my whole career, there's only been a couple of people who were... Um, not very friendly. That's the, probably the best way to put it, but that was about them. So, you're, you know. You're being so diplomatic there. You are so much more diplomatic than me. Okay, I'll let you off. We don't want to ruin any relationships. Um, Who's been but, your favourite? Uh, God, I, I, can't, I can never do this when somebody says, what's your favourite song or your favourite <laughs> film or whatever? Um, okay, I, can I have five favourites? Absolutely. Okay. Go for it, girl. Um, Sean Connery. Oh, yes. Tom Is Hanks. This- Oh my god! Um, Billy Crystal, because my favourite film, actually, I do have a favourite film, was When Harry Met Sally. Right, of course. Uh, so Billy Crystal, um, and I had to fake the orgasm scene with him live on air <laughs> with Billy Crystal. That was quite something. Um, uh, Barbara Windsor, she remained a great, dear, dear special friend. Of course. Um, oh god, there's so many. Will These Smith. No, stop. these are too impressive, Gabby. Give her a chance. Oh, it's, it is crazy, really crazy. Oh, and actually, gosh. on the podcast, some of the you know, Kate Winslet, Dame Judi Dench. I've always wanted to interview her. She was the first guest on my podcast, and I couldn't believe it because she said to me during the podcast, "Who?" I, I asked her. She was. We were talking about meeting people, and she was talking about this one and that one. <laughs> and she said, "Well, how about you, darling?" And I, I, I couldn't say. You! Yeah. And you was with her daughter, Finty, and Finty is the most beautiful soul. So there I am talking to the two of them thinking, I've got Dame <laughs> Judy and Finty Williams and I want to say you two. But yeah. <laughs> so just occurred to me though, because obviously I've been a guest on your podcast as well. I've now been on the same podcast as Dame Judy Dench. That's yeah. got to be my biggest claim to fame. There we go. Dame Judy and Kate Winslet. <gasps> Richard E. Grant. Oh, God. Sir Michael it's... Palin. No. Oh, God. And you Vicky Patterson. Yes. <laughs> spot, spot the odd one out. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You have no idea how so many people I know have the most unbelievable respect for you and adore you. Absolutely. No, seriously. My agent also texted me before and went, I fucking love her. <laughs> yes. Honestly, everyone feels like that about you. Really do. And your Instagram is inspirational. It really is. Thank you so much. I mean, we're talking about Instagrams, mate. Like, I love yours. Do you know what I love? The thing that you do. And, God, I will stop you sucking Gabby off in a second, I promise. But my favourite thing that you do is your little Saturday afternoon movies, Gab. Like, I get so much inspo. (laughs) I've tickled your funny bone there, haven't I? (laughs) You are brilliant. What my my eighties movies tips? Oh, yes, yeah. I love my eighties films. And actually, that was due to lockdown because yeah. every week I I make the girls on a Saturday afternoon. I say, "Come on, then, let's watch an eighties film." And so, my youngest, who's fourteen, her she says her favorite two films of all time are Ferris Bueller and um, The Breakfast Club, which I just think oh. that means I've won. Yeah. Yes. You, you are smashing this parenting game, million ten percent. Oh, I'm really not. <laughs> but the film bit, yeah. Oh, but then I think that was so. In the same way that I think 
the sort of 80s, 90s was such an iconic time for films and stuff. Like, I do feel like it was a great time for TV. Like, that's when I grew up watching TV and loving it. And, like, it was the era where you ran home to make sure you didn't catch your favourite shows, whether that be Blue Peter or be Biker Grove. I don't know yes, if that's just yes, me yes. being biased or what, but you really did. And up there with one of the shows you didn't miss was definitely Big Breakfast. And I agree with you, Gab, like... If you look at what we've got to compare it to these days, it's things like Good Morning Britain, it's it's men in suits, it's very straight-laced, isn't it? So I would love a little bit more naughtiness on the telly, yeah. I think. I think, but I think there needs to be. And I think I, I, I sometimes I do wonder about who they're making television for. So, yeah. uh, you know, there are, I know the audience wants that sort of thing. So I've always wanted to do an early evening show. I'd happily go back to doing breakfast again. Now I'm doing breakfast, so I remind myself how much I like it, but I'm just not safe. I'm not safe. And, <laughs> and I think early evening, there should be a sort of slightly, you know, six or seven o'clock in the evening thing that mm. you can put your feet up or you can run home from school or you can sit from university, you can start getting drunk to whatever it is that you just go, oh my God, I can't believe I just saw that. And you just, yeah. also celebrities not just sitting there saying, right now, tell me about, I don't do the, tell me about your latest film. I don't, I've yeah. never done that. And I just think there needs to be, you know, I want to see, um, Michelle Pfeiffer wearing a blow-up um, sumo outfit. Yeah. And the two of us doing a sumo fight with water pistols. Thank you, let's do it. So, I mean, now, so do I. Like, that's all I want to see, and I don't think my life will be complete until I do see it, Gabby. What's what really frightening is... I do, what's really frightening <laughs> is I have absolutely no idea where that whole idea just came from, but... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very sorry, Michelle Pfeiffer, if you've ever wanted to dress up as a giant sumo, but, you know, there we go. But if anybody does want to make that show, like, I'd watch it. So if anybody is listening, please contact Gabby. Because it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's criminal. It's you have to be. Made. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, we'll do it. And you have to be also on the show. Oh, sign us up, mate. You had me at Michelle Pfeiffer, but then when you dropped in the sumo suit, I thought, fucking get me on this. Yeah, and you can do the food. That's what you'll do. <gasps> Oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, do you know what do you know what we could do as well? Instead of just like you're boring like, oh, and here's a frittata. Oh, none of that. I, I could do like my favourite cocktail recipes in that. Yes! It's given. <laughs> That's it, sorted. Who else should we get on the show? Who oh, else God. should we get? Um I really want Eamon Holmes on it. I just love him. Okay, Eamon Holmes. Uh Eamon Holmes. Um someone re- oh someone um Oh Keith Lemon. Keith, Keith Lemon. Well, you know, I, he's a friend of both. Of, I love, I love, love, love him. Um, get him Fleur on. East, I think she's cool. Get her Can we on. get Fleur East as well? All right. 110 I mean, that's what line up. It's me, you, Eamon Holmes, Keith Lemon and Fleur East. <laughs> and we're all in sumo suits all the time. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm there. <laughs> right, Gabby. Before I let you go for part one, which I can't believe we've been talking for 25 minutes, has absolutely flown. I am, um, I'm going to ask you for a secret in part two, but I've kind of realised it's not very fair that I always ask my guests for a secret. They never offer up any information on myself. Okay. So I've decided to flip the script a little bit. Um, and I'm going to give you two lies and a secret. Okay. And I want to know, I'll give you the break to think about it, but I want to know if you can guess which one is the secret, which one's the truth, and which one are the two lies. Are you ready for this? I am. 
Okay. Number one, um, I once pretended to faint at a five concert um, because I wanted to go backstage and meet the band. Okay. That's very believable, you see. I believe that. I mean, that was my era. I'm just putting it out there. Five bad boys with the power to rock you. Um, Number two, um, I played the clarinet passionately at school, um, but unfortunately was told to abandon my, my fledgling career in year seven because I didn't have enough puff. Oh, okay. I think that might be the red herring that it might be true. Okay. Okay. Third and final secret. Um, I was suspended from high school in year eight because I was caught smoking. See, I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. Those are your three, Gabby. You have time to deliberate. I'll welcome you back in part two with your guesses. Okay. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) 